Hey friends, it's Sarah here. We recorded this episode um, on July 27th and I just have not gotten it uploaded. So we wanted to get it out to you guys. We have another one coming this week that we recorded a few weeks ago and then we will get back on track with um, regular episodes that get posted the same week we record them. We hope you enjoy this episode. We'll talk to you soon. Let's go Chiefs. Pancakes for breakfast, Clark Hunt and Tommy Townsend. This is episode 65 of The View from 342. Hello, friends. Hello. Training How is camp. Everybody? Training camp. The Chiefs are back. They are. So we we had a field trip today. The View from 342 had a field trip today. We did. Where'd we go? <laughs> Where'd we go? <laughs> I met Clark Hunt. I shook his hand. That's the most money i've ever had in my hand at one time <laughs> yeah and when you brought that up to him it made him feel super awkward like you could see it in his face <laughs> jeez <laughs> i spat off and i'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> oh all wait, i, I said was introductions Let's... i am sarah i'm joined by dustin and jason we are the view from 342 so this morning was um season ticket member at training camp. So they do a pancake breakfast and Clark Hunt and Brett Beach and Mark Donovan all like are there and shake hands and take pictures. And it's pretty cool. Yes. And I was caught in between wanting to get a picture with Brett Beach and Clark Hunt. And you yelled at me and finally got my attention that Clark Hunt was there waiting for a picture. So I said, sure. Yes. Let's take a picture with him. He has more money than beach. Anyways, <laughs> so awkward it was true i couldn't see brett beach and you just kept saying hold on i'm like jason clark hunt is waiting on us yeah that's like the definition of a dollar waiting on a dime that's true (laughs) i don't know man brett beach can fill out a muscle shirt i'll give him that (laughs) yeah he's big yes clark hunt is not he's a tiny little man he is but with a large, but, large bank account. And security presence. Yes, he does. <laughs> I mean, he's just one guy, but that guy had a presence. He did. And an Andy Reid mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so he could blend in. Like <laughs> Camouflage. Yeah. Okay, so uh, breakfast. We had breakfast. Oh, we got free sunglasses. We did get yeah. free sunglasses. And they so- say season ticket member on them. Just in case people were confused, it was it was fun to see him out there. It yeah, was more practice. Andy, he went quick, but I mean, it's still just cool to see him out there. It's football season. We got to see yeah. Chris Jones up close. Derek Naughty. I miss that Frank Clark. I mean, he. I noticed he wasn't out there early. I guess he came down later in the practice. We were, we were one person 
away from getting his autograph and the the trainers came and, and told him he had to go and gave him his snow cone and gave him his snow cone i have pictures of it friends that's not a joke oh you didn't tell me that he handed him a snow cone yeah he came down with one in each hand one for george and one for frank and he was just like waiting behind him holding the snow cones <laughs> like from kona ice yeah nice so like they get popsicles after ice. practice too yeah <laughs> he went up to Kona Ice, got the snow cones, and walked him back down to the field. <laughs> Don't expect the players to go get their own snow cones. <laughs> Come on. That's what they guys make at 14, 15 hour get to do. Yeah. It felt like it was probably a one to one ratio of players to staff. It made <laughs> like just like on field coaches seem to be one coach per player. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, yeah. There's just um, a lot of coaches. What well, was, they're not all coaches. I mean, a lot of them are. Yeah, like youngest grad students or whatever they are. But yeah, they're interns, kind of. Yeah, there you go, interns. Um, uh, one thing I saw that was really cool: uh, Spags was taking guys like aside for like one-on-one stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like different stuff with every guy he pulled aside. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah, to see him taking, you know personal interest in these guys i don't know if coordinators always do that um i probably probably depends on the coordinator i mean honestly some guys might just sit there yeah position let the position coaches do all the coaching but who was todd haley's first offensive coordinator was that chan gailey yeah chan gailey who he fired after what like four weeks and then he was the offensive coordinator until they made him get Charlie Weiss, who lasted a year and bolted. Yeah, Charlie Weiss, I think, is who I'm thinking of, who was at the training camp and like never got cart. No, no, Charlie Weiss <laughs> did not get out of the go cart or the golf cart. Yeah, um, Charlie Weiss go cart would be a good name for a band. I don't like to talk about Charlie Weiss. It's actually making me pretty angry. So can we stop? Oh, okay. That's kind of the point of my band, Charlie Weiss Go Kart. <laughs> Is it? All right. Yeah, we're thrash metal. We make you feel stuff. I'm not a Charlie Weiss fan, but he did the KU football. Oh, oh. But, you know. What did he do to that football? Well, he didn't do it either. <laughs> While he was the head coach of KU, he didn't do very didn't do anything apparently he fell asleep in team meetings as the head coach well it's a tiring job jason so uh, yeah and since he left they've been great so it must have been him (laughs) (laughs) he dug them a hole that they're still trying to get out of and hey lance leipold is gonna get him there you want me to take this podcast over with ku talk i do not that is not why we are here he's our listener (laughs) <laughs> the Chiefs signed a KU player. Yeah, they did. And so we saw him out of training the camp. Saints, uh, uh, Kamara, but not that Kamara. He, um, speaking of Chiefs and signing players, it has been reported that they are hosting Carlos Dunlap tonight. Um, yeah, the Chiefs are just busy today. He, um, this is where Veach kind of shines. He seems to find these guys. 
Well, Carlos Dunlap is probably the best defensive end pass rusher left that's a free agent. He played for the Seahawks last year. Um, he had eight and a half sacks last year. If he had eight and a, seven, eight and a half sacks this year for the Chiefs, that'd be great. Um, if he had eight and a half sacks last year on the Chiefs, I think he would have led the team. Yeah. And so um, it would be a good, it'd be a great signing. So it'll be interesting to see if this is one thing where they don't let him out of Kansas City. Um, like ever? Like he lay, the plane lands? Like he's it? hostage? Well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's like they don't let them leave without signing. Basically, they don't let them get on a plane to go to another visit. So they get them signed. That sounds a little harsh. Well, I don't think they actually kidnapped them. Oh, okay. Thing. All they right, kidnapped them with kindness. Got it. Carlos Dunlap also oh, told me he's man. looking for the team with the right fit. He's already met with the Panthers. He said no. Seahawks told him they'd like to leave the door open. No. Dunlap noted conversations heated with Kansas City yesterday, leading to his rapidly scheduled visit. Now, so that seems like if they heated yesterday and he got on a plane and he's already talked to the Panthers – that could look like Kansas City's in a good position. And Ha-ha, Panthers. I mean, if he wants to win, he's not signing with the Panthers or Seahawks. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he would be an immediate upgrade on the defensive line, which is the one thing. Um, it's, you know, it's the biggest question mark coming into camp is our defensive line. Because yeah, even the first if, round pick even on if it, Carloftis, really it. Yeah, if he's a, even if Karloftis is a stud, we still got a question. What you know? How Clark's gonna do? Yeah, we question how Clark. Yeah, we lost Okafor, who wasn't great, but he was a body that played last year. We lost Ingram, and this would be obviously you think Karloftis is an upgrade over Okafor, and then I would I think Dunlap's an upgrade over Ingram, and so then you could say okay, defensive line improved from you know something that's being missed is that last year during this time they were doing that chris jones experiment yeah yeah playing dn some and then they tried that for the beginning of the season and it really didn't pan out and i mean they're not talking he's not a defensive end anymore it's just a defensive tackle and if he could go back he's doing that full time that's all he's concentrating on he has seemed very motivated in the offseason I mean, if he could go back to, you know, 12, 13, 14 sacks from the defensive tackle position, that's going to make a huge, you know, that's going to open things up for the defensive ends. And so I think that's another thing to watch, too, is that he is just going to be a defensive tackle this year, and they're not shifting him around. Mm-hmm. And Nadi played hurt last year. Colin Saunders looked healthier, and he looked healthy and slimmed down. Yeah, he did. Um, he was on the field today. Wharton, they still have Wharton and Dana. And so I think the defense, I I think the bigger story on defense this year isn't the defensive line. It's Bags playing young players because he's never liked to play young players. And this defense is full of rookies. Yeah. And you kind of got to play what you're given, too. And that's the thing. He's going to have to play them. And I think that's a good thing because this defense, they were obviously tired missing tackles of not being athletic enough. And that is not going to be the problem this year. You have Nick Bolton playing full-time over Hitchens, gay now full-time starter. 
Uh, no Dan Sorensen, uh, the rookie cook. They're really high on at safety. He's a guy that can really tackle. Um, Chanel, the rookie linebacker, who is a huge upgrade over Neiman. But they're all young. And does he adjust his defense a little bit to not make it as complicated? Or does he just say, okay, learn this, throws it all at him, and let's go? Because, I mean, they're going to start a rookie at cornerback in McDuffie. Cook's going to play in the secondary. Um, They're really high. A lot of people are high on Josh Williams, for one out out there today. He's a real big – he kind of reminds a lot of people of Sneed. So they're going to play. And I think that's – I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think this defense can be – they might not be great at the beginning, but I think by middle of the year they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. That's how I feel like our defense is, though. It's like mid-year all of a sudden. There they are. Yeah, that's kind of been the way it has been. It seems that way since Spags has been here. But then about middle of the year they get really good. So it's Mm -hmm. like they're the worst for half the year. And then they're in like the top top quarter of the league for the last half. Yeah. Well, when it really matters. So I guess that's good. It's just it's tough early on when you're an emotional fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and sometimes you want Spags fired at halftime of the first game against the Browns. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna take that back yet or not. We'll see. <laughs> Well, I think a couple years ago, the Super Bowl year, he was brand new. And they had their stride middle of the season and obviously went through and won the Super Bowl. I think last year, I mean, it was chronicled a lot last year. I think his refusal to get to move Dan Sorensen and Neiman away and continuing to play with them. I think once Hitchens, you know, Bolton became a bigger part. Once Thornhill was a starter, that improved. Do you guys have uh, – we need segments for our hey, podcast. I have an idea for a segment. Okay. I do too. That's where I was going with this. But go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. What's your segment? <laughs> You're fine. I'll make segment want... music. Okay. We can discuss all the segments and then decide which ones we want to do on our next podcast. And then we get so segmented, it'll be a human centipede. Okay. Um, Gross. <laughs> Breakout player of the year. Who do you think is going to have their first year? That's not a weekly segment. No, it's this. Okay. But it's the segment for this podcast. Do the segments have to be the same? Yeah. Like you do the same thing every time. Oh, that sounds boring. Never mind. We don't need segments. Okay. But anyway, my question stands. (laughs) I, I agree with both of you. Usually, like, <laughs> no, like, usually, I like on weekly podcasts or bi weekly podcasts. Or di- I mean, each podcast, yes, should be segmented up so that you, you know, you have transitions and stuff. So you get in every, every, you know, you sit down, okay, these are the five things we're going to cover today. And you do those five segments. But then I think within each podcast, you can do different segments each podcast Mm -hmm. it's just i think it is important to have segments do you think anyone's still listening to this podcast right now well we're not live which is a good thing (laughs) i stopped listening 20 minutes ago (laughs) 
probably not. <laughs> Seriously, though, who do you think will be the breakout player this year? This is going to take some strong editing. On the I am going, yeah, no, the, the Colts. Well, I didn't know if you meant, like, I, I'm gonna I meant to... the Chiefs. So I'm going to look Ch- up the Colts roster? <laughs> I'll get the answer. <laughs> this is why we don't do segments. <laughs> um, I'm going with Fortson. Oh. I think he's going to be our number two tight end by week four and probably a superstar by week 16. Wow. Okay. And then next year's Madden's going to be him and Kelsey on the cover back to back. He is very tall. That's, that's, a strong, that's a strong prediction. And you just like went for it there, Robinson. That was yeah. like. Yeah, well, we're not. It's not like we're taping this. <laughs> no, uh uh-uh. uh. That's, you know, that's diving across the high V floor <laughs> right there. Well, I'm trying to Stop. save my segment. You guys are doing nothing. I'm thinking. <laughs> you threw this at me. Like, give me a name now. Oh, like, sorry. Playing. That's Go. that's what that noise is. That's Jason thinking. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me. I don't know. That's a lot of pressure. I've only been to one training camp. Can I answer this next week? Oh, you can, but I'm sure I'll forget about it by then. Are we going to record a podcast in Las Vegas? I mean, you're going to have to, I'll have to get on remotely. (laughs) Sadly, it's going to be hard for you guys. You guys never like to record from the same room. So one of you is going to have to go in the bathroom. (laughs) I'll just do it from the casino floor. (laughs) That won't be noisy at all. That's my impression of a casino floor. Uh, they're, okay, not so... gonna really, they're not going to like your phone out. <laughs> Jason, well, it's not like I'm you... actively playing poker. No. If you don't have like a breakout player yet, who are you watching in training camp? Um, Sky Moore. Oh, good. Uh, really intrigued by him. Even more so today, I went back and listened to the uh, Andy Reid's press conference after practice, and uh, they talked to to Juju and both of them said something kind of similar they talked about the size weirdly the size of his legs and how he can break tackles and how he's a really strong base and Juju made a kind of hit that he could even be running back which makes me think I could see the Chiefs in his rookie year using him kind of like the Niners used Debo Samuel how the Chiefs used Tyreek his rookie year and Hardman last year. Um, just a lot of jet sweeps, maybe even handed off and draw screens out of the backfield. And so I don't know if I'm going to ready to call him a breakout player, but I'm really intrigued. Okay. Is that right. good enough? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. I mean, it's kind of lukewarm, but whatever. All right. I go hard in the paint. That's all I'm saying. Do you want to hear my idea for a segment? Sure. I want to do a segment every week called Does Jason Know the Answer? (laughs) And we try to stump him with sports trivia. I mean, I'm going to have to Google sports trivia. (laughs) (sighs) 
All right. I mean, we could do sports or we can just do life in general. I got lots of guacamole. <laughs> a lot of I got lots of opinions. Out. It was just a theory. <laughs> uh, <gasps> okay. Uh, any any other takeaways from training camp today? It was quick. I mean, they weren't out there a, bit, a long time. I mean, it was weird that they put Clyde as a player on the pub list yesterday and took him off this morning and he practiced. That was weird. I was going to mention that too. Um, uh, do you guys see the juju catch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went back and saw the juju catch. Um, in fact, he, I guess he tar. I went back and watched a lot of videos. Like find that he's fit him a lot. Um, yeah. And I read, uh, some interview he did right after. And he was talking about, he's like, I've got more routes just since I've been in Kansas City than I did the whole time when I was with the Steelers. Are you being serious? Yeah. Well, I mean, they just, I don't know. I guess they had him running like three or four different routes all the time. Andy Reid has a lot of route combinations, a ton of route combinations for wide receivers. When I didn't realize that they make all the receivers learn the routes for every receiving position, like even the slot and inside outside all that stuff yeah just in case they want to mix something up in the middle of a game just so they can get whatever matchup they want i imagine i um going back to i'm not saying it's going to be a breakout player but he's in the back of my mind that we still have josh gordon and i know people think of him last year as a huge disappointment he could be a comeback player of the year for sure I mean, he was out of football for over a year, mm-hmm. and then he came back, and now he's had a whole offseason. If you watch, and if anybody's out there watched the Michael Vick 30 for 30, um, he talked about, you know, coming out of prison and then going back to football and how it took him about six months just to get in shape, and then it took him about a whole football year just once he was in shape to get back into football shape. And then he ended up having a really – really successful or not really, but a good second half of his career after prison. And I know Josh Gordon was in prison, but he didn't play football for a long time. And I don't know if he'll make the team. I don't know if he'll be a contributor, but I, I'm not going to forget about him because I think he is an intriguing piece of this offense. If that was the case, if he just needed a year to get back into okay. some kind of football shape and routine. So I mean, they stuck with I'm him. Saying so. he's going to be like the third person on the cover with Fortson and Madden. <laughs> Madden's dead. What? Nothing. <laughs> Fortson and Kelsey back to back. Oh, that's like, right. Sorry. They might even be no. wearing A's jerseys. It's like the old Bash Brothers pose. Yeah, probably not as much steroids though. Well, maybe if Josh Gordon gets on there. What? Maybe if Josh Gordon gets on there, it will be. He was never pinched for steroids. He liked Did he other do stuff. a suspension for steroids? No, he wasn't suspended. He was suspended for weed. Oh, is that what it was? Just many times. It might have been other drugs, too, but it was never steroids. Well, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> That could be a segment. Google it. Google it. <laughs> Why don't you Google it? 
Oh, my goodness. So, I am staring at the Packers roster Mm -hmm. right now because I've been a little – I'm tired of hearing about Tyreek Hill and, oh, my God, we'll never – sky is falling. How are we going to replace his productivity and all this stuff, And which I agree he's a big bull. But we have Patrick Mahomes. And it got me to thinking, well, the Packers lost Devontae Adams. And I don't hear anybody talking about what are they going to do, wide receiver. And we went out and signed one of their players, MVS, and we got Schuster, who they tried to get. And they just tried to sign Julio Jones, who ended up going to the Packers. So I'm looking at their wide receivers. Randall Cobb, who's old. Danny Davis. Have you never heard Danny Davis? Anybody? I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Okay. I was reading something about Josh Gordon. <laughs> they have a guy named Romeo Dubs or Dalbs. Alan Lazard, who they're counting on to step up and be their one. I mean, I like Smith Schuster a lot better than Alan Lazard. Um, Amari Rogers, Oria or OS. Osiris Mitchell, Malik Taylor, Samari Tor, Sammy Watkins. And who I love Sammy when he was the Chiefs, but he didn't play a lot. Sammy gets hurt. And then who else do we have here? Christian Watson. What list are you reading? The Packers wide receivers. Oh. Sorry, I really wasn't paying attention there for a minute. And the yeah. last the last one How is the same end up with the Packers. I'm just saying people seem to be hyper focused on the Chiefs and we lost Tyree Kill and what that'll gonna do to us. Well they lost Devontae Adams and who do you think did a better job of the Packers or us? Yeah. I mean that's yeah, not I agree. A, I mean McCole Hardman right now would probably be would be their number one, two, and Hardman's probably our three right now behind MVS and Schuster. Yeah, they kind of – what was – was MVS there too? He was, and we signed him. So they let their one and two go in the same season, and no one's bringing it up. I don't know if he was their two. He was in their top three. Um, and they – I mean, their biggest signing was Sammy Watkins. Who's often injured, <laughs> and that was, you know, they didn't draft anybody. We drafted Sky Moore. We signed, you know, a couple wide receivers, free agents. Um, so that's all. I just like to point that out. <laughs> I can break down other wide receivers if you want me to go to another team. Uh, well, let's let's talk about. The, I, I'm scared about the Broncos a little bit. <sighs> Russell Wilson is a real dork. Like he wore his t-shirt. He's really good at football. He's really good at football. He wore his own jersey in and like drove in in a Tonka truck. No, he the, didn't. He wore, well, yes, it's not a it, literal Tonka truck. It's like what you would imagine a dork with money would buy. And I think he's just kind of a nerdy guy. Well. He wore – not only did he wear it – He tucked he wore, it in. He wore a jersey T-shirt. 
It was a jersey one. t-shirt? I mean, that's it, wasn't, it wasn't a jersey? No, it's a jersey t-shirt. Like it was a t-shirt with his number on it. Huh. All right, speaking of walk-ins, Aaron Rodgers dressing up like the Cameron Poe from Con Air. Okay. Okay, I would What's... respect that if he tried to say that's what he wasn't going for. Because apparently he tried to say he didn't know that was. What? Like, that's just him trolling. He knows what it is. And it's just, it's, but it's not like, like a lot of those guys did funny stuff and uh, guy showed up in a Brinks truck and guy shows up in a tank. Oh, maybe it is a jersey, not a jersey t-shirt. Still, it's. Our quarterback shows up in Monarch's gear. The weekend that Buck O'Neill was going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And so, um, and Travis Kelsey shows up in a t-shirt with his head coach on it. (laughs) (laughs) Which he obviously had made. I know. He probably had to talk to Andy Reid's wife to get those pictures. (laughs) Sarah? Yeah. All right, I'm sending you the picture of Russell Wilson and the truck he drove in on. Okay, well, I'm not saying, I'm not discounting any of that, but I'm just saying I think the Broncos are now a bigger concern than they were before. Yeah, they are. No, they are. Our whole division's scary. Yeah, I think, I don't know, right now, Everyone's projecting it to be, I don't know, I've seen a lot where we're number one, but then Chargers two, and then flip-flops between Broncos and Raiders for last. But I don't think the Chargers got that much better. I don't know. Maybe they did. Well, they signed Mitchell. Or not Mitchell. They got nah. Gil. He's older. Yeah. Um, if he stays healthy, him and Bozo will be a wrecking crew. But I, Josh Herbert, I need to see Josh Herbert play in a playoff game. Justin. He's, Justin Herbert, sorry. He had he he basically was in a playoff game in week eighteen or seventeen or nineteen or whatever against the Raiders and he got beat by Derek Carr, who everybody yeah. the clown and everybody's predicted them for last and I just and I'm not trying to talk of the Raiders, I just I get so tired of the Chargers hype. And the Broncos That is a giant were, truck. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's what he drove to camp. So okay. Um, I uh, I I still think the Raiders could finish. They could be our. They signed Devontae Adams. You know, they still have Darren Waller. Um, they got good defense. I, yeah, they weren't. I mean, they were in their playoff game. Yeah, they they were driving to potentially win that game. There was that weird touchdown play that that the Bengals got to keep because you remember the, the whistle blew. Yeah. The inadvertent whistle blew and they let it. And so I, yeah, they were in that game in Cincinnati. That's the team that went to the Super Bowl. I, I'm not discounting the, the Raiders. Um, our division is going to be crazy. It, um, our schedule's ridiculous. Every time I look at it, our schedule is ridiculous. And it makes me nervous that like, like our two Broncos games are at the end of the season. 
Yeah, that is weird that we play them so late. But maybe they're already out of it by the time we play them. I hope so. Wilson gets hurt. I don't know. Maybe Russell Wilson's a player in decline. I mean, yeah, I mean, they didn't go to the playoffs last year. The year before, they they lost a home playoff game to Jared Goff and the Rams, and Jared Goff was, like, hurt, and they lost a home playoff game two years ago. I mean, Russell Wilson's an improvement over what the Broncos have had, but he also – Hasn't been a Super Bowl level quarterback in a few years. Mm-hmm. No, he was hurt last year with some kind of finger thing. Wasn't that the story? He came back early. I don't know, but he never seemed. I don't know. We'll see. Got to play the games, I guess. But I'll roll with the Chiefs. Yeah. No, okay, I'm... so we soon need to do our episode where we go, where we break down the season and make our predictions. Let's do that. We'll do that next week before, like, the game, like, before we have any games to talk about. Because, I okay. mean, once they have a preseason game, we'll obviously, even though it's preseason, we'll talk about it. Yeah. And so, that could, we could, you know, we could maybe do that and pick our team, who's going to lead the team, catching, like, our team predictions. Okay. And then also, um, as soon as Jason gets caught up, we will do a special Big Brother episode and post it, and we're going to have a special guest. Ooh. I think I know who that guest is going to be. Do you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. She, she lives here. In the basement. In the basement. Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> we came back from training camp and she immediately went to the basement and only popped up freaking out that she couldn't see her schedule and then we'd go back down and come back up freaking out that she still couldn't see her schedule. <laughs> I'm telling you, she That's was too it people-y. It, it was too people for her. That was an overdose of people today. Um, did she ever get to see her schedule? No, I can't see it either. It, all it says is we only can see one class and the rest of her schedule is blank. Rubble She's probably you- not enrolled. It's fine. <laughs> she probably has to be homeschooled and don't say that to her. She's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> so, yeah, let's record while you guys are in Vegas. Okay. Sounds good. All right, friends. If you are enjoying The View from 342, take a minute. Go over to um, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review, please. That's what helps the show grow. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The View from 342. And we are back to once a week until the season starts. And then we'll go back to two two shows a week. When the season starts. And is Russell Wilson wearing like pajama jeans? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just looked at that picture, but like those are like some mom jeans. <laughs> or is that sweatpants? They're sweatpants, sure. babe. They're not jeans. I'm sure they cost $4,000, but they look like mom jeans. <laughs> um, no, they're that- Nike pants, babe. Look at the swoosh on them. Well, maybe he's just very hippie. <laughs> Nice. Dustin, when you got up and left, somebody right behind us noticed, like, oh, that was he didn't get to see a lot of practice. And I we're like, no, he had to go to work. And then someone said, well, that's too bad. And I quickly said, no, no, someone's got to pay for these tickets. (laughs) He did. That's a true story. Let the man go to work. Hush, back there. (laughs) Time to make the donuts. That's right. You showed him. (laughs) <laughs> I made a lot of people awkward about money, I guess, today. 
Probably the guy's probably like, this is a weird dynamic. I can see why he play pays for the ladies' tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but not the big guy in the Chris Jones jersey. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's go, Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs.